Well, let's get straight into it. We're joined on the line by energy experts Adil Nchabeleng. Stage 8 is uh, the order of the day. We know that load shedding is a real thing, but I think we need to start looking deeper into the way it affects our lives. And we'll point out a couple of things. I mean, for example, if you buy groceries on a monthly basis or you enjoy buying certain types of foods in bulk, that which you have to refrigerate and so on, obviously, to some extent, this regular load shedding will affect the stuff that you keep in your fridge because for hours on end, there's no power. Mm, Does mm. the quality of that food get affected? That's one area. Of course, how you plan your day, whether it's school drop-offs or the routes you take to work, all of those things Mm. ultimately are going to be impacted on by this load shedding and the amount of time we go without power. Adil, once again, we chat about this difficult situation. Good morning. Morning. Thank you. Now, let's talk about load shedding. It's, it's now a part of our lives. There's no point denying it, trying to look for light at the end of the tunnel. Fact of the matter is, ESCOM simply can't provide. Management, to some extent, is not honest entirely with the government, and it is just an absolute mess. Now, in terms of how it has now shaped our lives, I mean, what's the extent here at a personal level, and I would imagine also at a business level? Yeah, in terms of the the impact on uh, people's lives is huge, uh, given the fact that uh, most people do not actually own their own self-generation. For instance, the generators, they don't have the alternative uh, energy sources. So there's going to be a major disruption, being personally that one, going about your daily life. I mean, here we're looking at almost 10 hours plus. Mm. of lights being off, which means half of your day at some point, you would not be having electricity. And in that whole process of disruption, it means you'll have to reschedule your whole life. For instance, if most of six hours of the day does not provide electricity, what does that mean? To business, it's a major loss because everything else we do in business is dependent on energy. And if businesses do not have alternative energy means, it means they're going to be shut down most of the time. They mm. won't be making money. They won't be activity for commerce and trade. People won't be able to literally make money and and, and, and create an income and, and, and have jobs. In most businesses, when load shedding happens, people are actually told to go home or something like that where they can't work. Mm. On a personal level, it's the most irritation. I mean, this is the most annoying experience ever. You know, I mean, you grew up with the privilege of electricity, knowing that your life goes smooth without having to be disrupted by basic things like providing electricity. Now you're plunged into like a dark age where, you know, you have to go about the day with uncertainties. If you're driving, you're going to be disrupted through robots throughout the whole town. It will be blacked out, which means there's going to be major delays. What used to take you an hour was going to take you two, three hours a sure, day to do sure. and get sorted out. You mm. know, I mean, the, the aspect of just going through the psychological irritation. You know, at night, I've seen it with kids. The minute there's no electricity at night, they get into depression. Eh? <laughs> I mean, they really go berserk. Yeah, it's yeah. Very strange. It really is troublesome and problematic indeed. Adil, another problem, obviously, with the load shedding is damage to uh, personal property in terms of, say, your fridge just doesn't switch on for more than you know a certain amount of hours. There's, uh, your food may go off. There's also damage to batteries. There's damage to maybe uh, TV or other electronic products because there's a surge of power 
power when the electricity does come back on. Uh, I mean, who's accountable for that? Can you hold ESCOM accountable for that? Do you have to claim from your insurance? You know, where does the buck end? In South Africa, unfortunately, such a law doesn't exist where you could actually hold your service provider under your service level agreement, whereby if there is a damage to your, for instance, your food, you've got food in the depreases, you've got food in your ordinary fridge, and then it goes off, and mm. then your staff goes off. You can't claim any any damages in this case. Unfortunately, you have to just bear the damages. I mean, I've seen it where, you know, if you've had your food stocked up with the meat for a month or something like that, mm. the minute this thing happens uh, and and you happen to lose whatever it is that you stored away for, mm. you know, you know, times like that, you you have to just lose it all. I mean, mm. uh, I've seen even small business owners who had uh, stocked up their fridge with stock for selling and everything, and suddenly load shedding happens. They lose the thousands of rents mm. of mm. investment and their own personal capital. So on a personal level, it, it's really, it really doesn't make sense that we have to have a situation where there is no guarantee for power, which sure. means if you don't make an alternative, you are literally in the doldrums, you know. So it, it's a total disruption. I, I don't understand why we're even encouraging it at the South African level. In other countries, if this thing happened, I mean, I'm talking about developed countries, the government would have completely fallen by now. You know, I mean, they would have instituted a new government where people of serious leadership mm. caliber would have taken sure. over. So we are, we are tolerating a lot of nonsense. Um, but all right, we'll pause it there for now, Adil. But we always appreciate your time. Adil Nchabeleng, energy expert. How has all this load shedding shaped the way you live your life today? You can call us and share your experiences with us. It is 6.24. Let's get an update on what's happening on the road. Good morning, Rob Beasy. It's the morning flavor. The talented speedster with Una Rams and Buffalo Soldier Onida. 6.28. We'll get into the headlines and sport. And then phone line traffic. Anything you want to share with us. 089-110-3377. I know some schools are opening today. So it is a back to school reality. Not just for the youngster, but for you as well. Whether it's the uniforms, the stationery, the drop-offs, the lunches, you name it. All of that is in there. Also, <laughs> Finance Minister Tito Mboweni and what he's been saying over the last couple of days, that uh, we should remove the borders between South Africa and Lesotho. Now, if you have thoughts on this, which side of the fence or the border do you sit? Do you agree with him? At whatever level, whether you know much about what's going on or not. you know What, what does your instinct tell you? Uh, of course, he's justified in a number of ways, and we'll try and look at that shortly. I'll give my view and so on and so forth. But I don't, I don't know how you see this one. If you have a view on that, you can call us, 089-110-3377. Do you feel perhaps it doesn't make sense? Uh, we have this uh, small and landlocked country surrounded by all of us, <laughs> and yet they're not part of us. <laughs> yeah? uh, maybe it doesn't make sense to you. So, yeah, we'll get your views and uh, see if you have... An opinion on that one. Your to-do lists are in.